Hi, friends. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. Ryan and Selena Frederick here. Uh, today, we're going to continue our conversation on family of origin. Uh, last week, we got into Selena's story, uh, which was a little bit more than we had planned emotionally. <laughs> uh, and this week, we're going to talk through a bit of my own story, which yeah. uh, will be... I don't know. We'll see how that goes. You said it was going to be funny. Well, I think it's funny, but I I don't know if I can remember all the fun stuff, all the funny. (laughs) Anyway, uh, hopefully you find it helpful. And we're going to also talk a little bit about family of origin itself. So anyway, thanks for joining us again this week. And we will see you on the other side. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. I'm actually, I'm a big fan of our intro music. What do you think? Do you like it? Yeah. You've been kind of checking some other ones, but been, I still kind of like ours. I've been dabbling. I've been looking. Maybe you should do an Instagram I like, feel like ours. <laughs> if, if you're an Arrested Development fan, I don't know if that's you. Selena and I are Arrested Development fans. The More first you three than episodes, me. More than you than me, yeah. The first three seasons, I should say. <laughs> and I feel like when you're like, this is Fierce Marriage, that feels like this is Arrested Development. <laughs> Anyway, if you're a fan, you get that. If you don't, I'm sorry. Uh, Anyway, tell us what you think. Maybe leave us a comment somewhere. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Uh, so. Yeah, I wanted to say thanks for all the encouragement people have been um, writing into us. And all the words are very affirming and encouraging. And, you know, I really felt like it was by God's grace that I got to kind of, it took me by surprise. I did not think I was going to get emotional at all. Um, It but I did and it was good and God is good. I wish, um, I could have gotten into more of my story and I hope to maybe share that, you know, um, at some point, this is our podcast. We can do what we want, I guess right now, yeah, well, but you could just start going right now and I'm not yeah, going to I don't yet. really know. I want you to share part of your stories. I mean, I, okay. there's a few parts, I guess, like, you know, life in high school, like pre you maybe or something or just how, like, I mean, my junior year was very formative for me. There was a lot mm-hmm. that happened in that year. Yeah. So, um, you know, and the, I think I'm excited to dive in today too about um, just briefly uh, touching on what family origin, family of origin is, um, you know, why it's important, how it shapes us, and how um, what it meant in the Bible. F- and well, as like, believers, as it believers, should right, be a part of I think our own personal self awareness, yes. and it's not a. Um, you know, navel gazing, sort right. of like just figuring yourself out, like finding no, it's, answers in yourself. It's, right. it's, we always Under- find our answers in Christ. Right. And I don't mean that as a pat answer. Like truly he is yeah. the answer, the way, the truth and the life. Right. But I think he's given us these amazing brains, these mm-hmm. relationships with our families. We can use our minds to uh, analyze our relationships mm-hmm. with our, we'll get into that um, a little bit more. Yeah. It's just important to understand yeah. like who you are, where you came from and how that affects um, who you are today. Yeah. Yeah. So but before we do that, a little bit of housekeeping, yep. as always. Uh, thank you so much to those of you, again, who wrote in, letting mm-hmm. us know that Selena's story last week uh, was impact impactful to you. Um, thank you for those who mm-hmm. have rated uh, on iTunes and, and so on and so forth. Um, that just means so much to us. If you haven't yet, take take 10 seconds to give us a rating. Mm-hmm. Just You don't have to write a review. You can just do like a star thing yeah. on iTunes, and that just means the world to us. It helps us. Um, and yeah, of whatever you think this podcast uh, <laughs> deserves. So yeah, if you hear anything that prompts a question too, please don't be afraid to ask. You can mm-hmm. do that via fiercemarriage.com slash podcast, or you can call or text in at 
333-1120. Awesome. And finally, uh, we are on Patreon. So oh, if yeah. you're looking for a way to uh, support this podcast, you if it's helped, us, if we've yeah. helped you. So just so you know, we, we do um, have to hire a babysitter. Luckily, we have an amazing friend of ours mm-hmm. who takes care of our babies. Mm-hmm. We have two daughters. Um, she takes care of our babies when we're recording this. They go out and get um, you know ice cream. They go to the park. And they do all <laughs> kinds of fun stuff without us. Um, but we pay for that, and it's you know it's a worthy investment. We love being able to bring this content to you. Yeah. Uh, but we'd also love to uh, not have to do shoulder that burden alone. I guess. Right. And we also would like to expand and bring in more yeah. people on the team to help us do interviews and to get that mm, all yeah. coordinated, so we can talk about more topics. Um, um, with knowledge and wisdom. And I think there's just more voices out there and yeah. people that can talk about it. Yeah. And God has been so, <laughs> God has been just blowing our minds yeah. in terms of the patrons that have come in through Patreon. Yes. Uh, but also in how he's been expanding the reach of fierce marriage even yeah. beyond what we had originally set out to yeah. do. And so we're just trying to steward that well. Yeah. And I think the next phase is to partner with you. And it does come from a biblical precedent mm-hmm. that we see, uh, especially uh, Paul in Philippians mm-hmm. and in other places throughout the New Testament. That's uh, how ministries are funded. So mm-hmm. that's patreon.com slash fierce marriage. It's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash fierce marriage. Okay. With that right, said. Jumping in. Do you want to do quick highs and lows? Yeah. My low is that our water heater exploded yeah. and uh, that's exploded very expensive. Exploded is a little exaggerating. Well, it died water and was it gushing. water out. It wasn't leaking. It was gushing. Okay. It was like an open hose in our garage. And Not on high though, but it was on pretty... <laughs> pretty our whole garage floor was filled with water <laughs> yeah not deep but yeah so yeah. and we live kind of on a hill so it trickled away from us a little thankfully. bit thankfully yeah and it didn't get into the house or anything like yeah. that it just wall went out but it but now we don't have hot water for a little while yeah I'm trying to figure no all that water. out <laughs> i'd say that's mission- my low too <laughs> we're taking missionary showers i'm gonna just just wet wipes well, thank goodness it's summer right now when we're <laughs> yeah. recording you can just hose off or something it's summer no one showers in the summer <laughs> no uh <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> Actually, I can do. I can go to the gym. You can. They have showers there, even though the, it's a little, it's a okay, little sketchy. Okay, what's your high? Um, <laughs> my high is, uh, um, goodness, you put me on the spot. What's your low? You said your low already, didn't you? I said you? my low is that water heater. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, my high is, <laughs> I don't have one. What? I don't have one right now. I have to think of it. Are you, Yeah. What's yours? What's your high? My high is hmm. <laughs> no. Your your mom took the girls today, which I don't like being away from them a long time. I'm not like oh, finally our kids are gone. I never like that because I love our babies. Um, I also love time with you, so we kind of get to have a little bit of time after this more That's than right. we usually do. That's a cheat um, though because it hasn't happened yet. So can't I'm be a looking high. forward to it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You can't uh, disqualify highs. Uh, well, Who made you the high and load police? My, <laughs> my high is hanging out with you later today as well. Okay, so. well. Yeah, we're going on a little date. I don't know. We're going to go to Costco. Costco date. <laughs> you Taking all know me out how for that some goes. of them fine samples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's jump into this discussion. I'm actually really excited to hear you share your story, too. But before we do, let's talk about the family, the purpose, and let's get some understanding on this family of origin. Um, so last week I shared kind of my story and a little bit about who I am, where I grew up and how that's affected me. Um, and how that's affected me as in my different roles as wife and mom and friend and sister. Um, so Ryan, why don't you tell me 
do, you wanted to talk a little bit about the family of origin, what that means, yeah, biblically yeah. speaking, so we and the importance it. of that. Yeah, so it's basically where you come from as as an individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your childhood like? Mm-hmm. What were your parents like? What What is your surrounding family like? I'm actually reading a really interesting book right now called uh, Hillbilly mm-hmm. Elegy it's by J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance. Uh, it's got some colorful language in it but because he's sharing very... Uh, transparently about his roots in uh, eastern Kentucky, mm-hmm. right? Growing up as a hillbilly, like mm-hmm. a true hillbilly. <laughs> anyway, um, and now he's he's gone on to Yale and got a, uh, some sort of degree from Yale, and he's an investor in New York City, and he's a big big wig. He's younger than us, but he's uh, really famous and smart and all that kind of stuff. And I think he's a believer. <laughs> I think he is. Um, anyway, hearing his family story has been extremely. Um, Elucidating. There's my favorite word. That's, mm. that's my word of 2018. I thought it was bamboozled. Well, yeah. Okay. They're both words. They're both my <laughs> words. <laughs> um, and now there's a new one I have. It's bedraggled. That's that's a new word I'm going to start using. That. Yeah. All right. Get back to your family origins. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, yeah. So he's sharing his story about you know his his parents growing up and how he moved all these different times. His mom had all these, you know, different boyfriends and husbands and his, you know, very unstable family life. Um, and so it's just kind of got me thinking about, you know, how this affects us as, as humans and therefore as people who believe in the gospel, mm. people who follow Jesus or yeah. disciples of Christ. And so, and, and, and I wanted to think through biblically, okay, so is this just a psych, a pop psychological construct mm. yeah. that we're buying into? And I don't think it is for this reason. If we see, you know, we can look through scripture. In fact, you can look at the New Testament and the Old and see a precedent for family being important. Genealogies are extremely important, mm-hmm. especially to the nation of Israel. Mm-hmm. The various tribes of Israel were, mm-hmm. were founded out of the same family. Right. And um, the very genealogy and the, um, the, the messianic mm-hmm. genealogy of Christ coming through. Right. Um, obviously, as evangelical Christians, this right. is what we believe, that, that Christ is the Messiah. He came through uh, the, the David's bloodline, right. through the, the, the lion. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah, yeah. which is Judah is a, is a family. It's a tribe, which is a yeah. family. Anyway, and so it, where he comes from um, matters. It matters, it and matters it sends a message, and it yeah, it sends a message. Yeah, yeah. and I think, and not, not that Jesus is looking at his history, saying, "Oh, where do I come from?" You right, know? right. And that's not what I want to say right now. I think I just want to say, like, family matters in general. Right. Well, the and it bloodlines affir- matter. It, yeah. it affirmed, I think, to the people, uh, understanding who Jesus was and like where he came from. Yeah. helped affirm their belief yeah. because they knew the family history. They they understood you know, all the different tribes and they knew that the savior was coming from, not to say that was, you know, that of course he was crucified and, and everything happened. Um, but it's like prophecy, he fulfilled prophecy. And part of that prophecy was his origin and things that had happened hundreds of years before Mm -hmm. he came. So again, there's just this like powerful. Yeah. So you see the message happening there. God clearly cares about bloodlines and family. Right. Right. And so but that's the, the message of Christ. So wonderful. Even though we're not uh, we're not um, Jews by nationality mm-hmm. or even Jews by religion, mm-hmm. we've been adopted into the family of God mm-hmm. as Gentiles right. through the person, work and life and death of Christ. Right. So that that's huge. Now, another way is family matters mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. So like your 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 last name or not your last name, but like, you know, you see the begats, right? Mm hmm. 
so-and-so begat so-and-so mm-hmm. begat so-and-so. And so it's always, it's all about the father. Like, right. who's your dad? Like, right. if you want to know who somebody is, you know, who, you got to find out who their parents are. Right. If you want to see if someone's important, you look at their parents. Right. How is wealth accumulated? It's across generations. Mm. How are you, how is social wealth, uh, financial wealth, land, property, mm. all that kind of stuff is accumulated through gener- generations. So I think it's very important to know where mm-hmm. we come from. The other thing, <laughs> jump in at any point. But oh, well. the the, uh, the other thing is that we see family, okay, people, m- most of the people who listen to this podcast are in the United States. We have a few in Canada. We have a few in South Africa of all places. We have a few in, in Australia. Uh, and some in the UK too. Some in the UK. Yeah. Um, but they're all westernized yeah. countries, right? So we have a very Western view of mm-hmm. family and it's, it's a modern view, mm-hmm. right? So we, you know, so if, if you're a parent's. <laughs> You have kids. Right. A lot of the parenting resources that you're reading in public schools and college and all that are geared toward getting that child ready to be independent and move away and start their own nuclear family. Right. To find another independent person, a husband or a wife. Right. It's all kind of framed around that. Yeah. Loosely. And so it's all about independence right. and not interdependence. Right. right. And so that that's, is a fairly new construct. Yeah. And so I think we buy into it by default because that's how we have been raised, kind raised. of raised. Yeah, and that's the culture that we live in. It's it's like it's like we're swimming and we don't even realize the water we're swimming in. Right. And it, but that's we, I think it's important for us to look at that as believers and say, okay, is this really ideal? Am I right. just trying to get my our girls? Are we just trying to get our girls to where they can like pass a test and drive a car and right. get a job and have a stable house right or, or are we doing something greater now all that stuff's fine i'm not saying we need to throw our modern view of family out the window no i think it's important to question it though and yeah. why what are we what are what's the ultimate goals here and why mm. is independence important i mean really yeah and is there a different way you know and that's that's influenced us on a lot of levels. Um, and just to talk briefly about when you said God cares about bloodlines and family, I don't want it to sound like there's certain bloodlines that he only cares about, obviously, because... Well, there was generational cursing right. and generational blessing right. is what I mean by In that. the Old yeah. Testament. I'm not talking about race right. or anything like that. Yeah, I just want to clarify. Yeah. That's all. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So and, and another, I had another thought that I wanted to share okay. and then I, then did I, did I, you derailed it. You said no, jump in no, anytime. You, well, I just oh, didn't, I don't man. know what I, what I uh, oh, bargained man. for. Um, <laughs> it'll come I, back I'm sure to it'll you. Come back. Yeah. Oh, you... oh yeah. This, so <laughs> yeah, that's had a thought. There it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. So family, family of origin is good for knowing where you come from. It's yeah. also good for, um, if we know you and I, or listener, you're listening to this. If you, uh, look at who, where you came from, mm-hmm. you also know that your, your children are going to come from somewhere too. Mm-hmm. And you are where they're coming from mm-hmm. literally. And in, you know, right. F- figuratively, so yeah. to speak. So how we raise our children is informed by us right. looking at our families of origin yeah. and saying, okay, we, maybe this was great. Let's perpetuate that. Right. That, that focus this, on the family yeah. article that we mentioned yeah. last week talks about you perpetuate good things and you also perpetuate unhealthy things. Right. And so I feel like being the, aware of those unhealthy things. Well, and I feel like the gospel helps illuminate that for us. Yes. Right. And Jesus helps us understand, um, those areas where we struggle, the sin, the, the weakness, mm-hmm. the darkness. And he comes in and says, look at this. I'm going to help you. Let's take care of, let's, let's deal with this and let's fix it and let's move on from it and grow into this redeemed and light, full, mm. light filled life that I have for you. And I want, I want this. I feel mm. like children are such a, <laughs> they're just little sanctification sanctifiers. I feel like that God puts yeah. in your life to say, 
oh, look at this, how you struggle with anger and patience, you know, but I love you and I'm going to walk through this with you and we're going to, you're going to be better on the other side. That's so good. It's so analogous to how. Speaking to myself mainly. (laughs) It's it's so analogous to how Christ injected, you know, God's divinity Mm -hmm. was injected into humanity, Mm -hmm. right? Through, through the virgin birth. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting into this more than I probably wanted to. But and that and there we have we have our salvation. Right, we have right. We have the God it's man, amazing. Jesus Christ, it's fully God, fully man. Yeah. Right. That's how that that the was. The whole plan of God he, is so intentional. Yeah. He was our sal- He is our salvation. Yeah. Right. And so in the same way, when we are made new in Christ, mm-hmm. that identity is now injected into our family, and we are no longer the same. Right. Mm. So now, just as He entered humanity in that way, He enters our families in that way, right. and that now we can actually. Yeah. He is our salvation. He is our savior here yeah. and now, right? Yeah. So getting, I mean, I want to talk about your story and the importance. Um, you know, we had somebody write in and said, thank you for sharing your story to me. Um, and she just was very encouraging because it helps. Last week we talked about, for, for me personally, it's, it helps me to relate to people. I feel like I have more of a relationship with somebody when I know where they come from. And I know um, kind of their upbringing. What were they a part of? What were their interests? What did they like? What did they not like? You know? And so she was just very encouraging to me saying that it helps me to understand where you're coming from. Cause we hear you talk a lot about, you know, blah, 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 or whatever. Right. And so now I know where you're coming from and it, it brings more breadth, um, and depth, I think to our yeah. conversations, you guys, the fierce marriage community, yeah. knowing who we, Ryan and Selena are. Yeah. So yeah, anyways, off there. And oftentimes by default, we don't really share that info because you just assume people don't care or want to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in I, light yeah. of this conversation, yeah. I think it makes sense. Yes. And of course we're open. We'll share. Yeah. We'll spill it. Spill it. We just don't have an opportunity all no. the time. So yeah, I grew up, I'll just mm-hmm. jump in. Um, I grew up in the town we live in now, probably two, just a three, stone's throw away. Just a stone's <laughs> throw away. Um, and that's by design. Yeah. Um, actually, so growing up in this city, it's, we live in Tacoma, Washington. I, we love our city. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have a lot to say about it, but it's the city that we're called to. It's the city that I grew up loving and knowing. And um, we're we're back here by design because we we love this city. Although we haven't, you and I lived in California for five years, mm-hmm. and and I've lived we've lived in other places. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, you specifically grew specifically up grew up here in Tacoma, in a small little you know old house um, in the North End, which is no one knows what that is, but we do. <laughs> um, and it wasn't it wasn't then what it is today. So right. Tacoma is one of the most um, it's it's one of the most violent cities in, on the West Coast, and I. And certainly the most violent city per capita in Washington state. And oh, it, that really? was even more true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I remember we had a, so we have a rental house and mm. we had yeah. a cop who lived there. And yeah. she said, she said the same. Yeah. Actually, I went to a rotary meeting when we were in high school. Are you diverting? I'm diverting, but here I'm, I'm backing up that point. So okay. no, it's not a diversion. <laughs> Um, and they said it's the meth capital of the yeah, world. Yeah. Pierce County, where yeah. we live, is the was. It's not anymore because they've cracked down. But 20 years ago, it was the meth capital of the world. Nice pun. Yeah. Um, what was the pun? Crack oh, down. crackdown. Meth. Yeah. No. Different drugs. So See, I'm pun so does not sheltered. apply. Okay, I'm kind of sheltered in that. <laughs> what area. you think? I just know about drugs. <laughs> well, you know about a lot more things than I, know I that did. Meth when and we crack were... are different. Things. I know that, but it was just a drug reference. So <laughs> I don't know Sorry. if I should laugh about this. This is not good. Okay, back it up. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so to, we're trying else. to keep Tacoma feared because it is kind of a jewel. Yeah, we love <laughs> it's it. It's city, It's like a port city. It sits right on the water, most most of it, some of it. Mm-hmm. Not actually most of it. Um, it's a beautiful place. We sure, yeah. we sure enjoy being here, and we have great community, and... 
God is good. He's growing churches here. and Who's diverting just, now? So. I'm just trying to get you back. Come <laughs> I'm, on I'm back. ready to go. Go. Okay, so grew up grew up in the city. My parents were great. My my mom it, uh, is a is and was a teacher mm-hmm. um, in a in a public or a Christian high school, um, and that's that's just I've known that since I think I was born and she was a teacher. Yeah, I think I, you I, were. I was a reason she took time off. Yes, from, <laughs> from her teaching teacher, job. Yeah, um, and so that's just been my life growing up with her as being a teacher. And for that reason, I actually grew up going to Christian schools because she was always teaching at a Christian school. My dad, um, my dad, what used to be in banking, mm-hmm. and then he he ended up uh, he was a pastor for a number of years, and then he was unemployed. I think while he was unemployed, I was actually just talking to him about this last weekend, he went on a kind of a retreat to just talk with, with God. Both parents are Christians. Uh, he went on a retreat, and he got this, um, uh, he just felt the Holy Spirit prompting him to start up a counseling practice. So my dad is actually a, a family therapist. I, I think his official term is a corporate psychologist, mm-hmm. a licensed family therapist, Um and he is a doctor. I think he, and he likes to remind people that he's a doctor. <laughs> Not so much. He's gotten Not better. quite as much. Yeah. He used to be like, we'd go to a restaurant. And you have to know my dad. Too. He's not a jerk. He's the he's most loving eccentric. guy. He's just very eccentric. <laughs> and he, they'd be like, Mr. Frederick. And he's like, oh, it's doctor. Oh, sweetie. I earned that degree. Please use it. <laughs> <laughs> Only you can say. <laughs> and, uh, and people would, they're, the way he asks, it's not, it doesn't seem demanding. Yeah. The way he asks, it's like almost funny. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, my parents were, um, they're married. They were married and they had, they've always had a really solid marriage, although mm-hmm. there were, some pretty, I remember being a kid and I'm not trying to throw them under the bus again. We had the same caveat last week. We love you, mom and dad. If you hear this, we love you. No, your mom watches podcast member. <laughs> oh, I watched your podcast. It's it so cute. Mom, I know you're lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just lie to my face. Um, she probably just min- minced her words. Um, anyway, so I, I remember <laughs> that being... happens a lot. In your family too. <laughs> Uh, I remember I'm going to start doing that soon. I'm getting older and my brain's starting to go. Yes. So, um, are you only, an only I'm child only by the way? No, I have a brother who's four <laughs> years older and that's it. Um, we'll get to that. But I remember being down, um, down the road playing just on the same block and hearing my parents fighting. Like I could, we, they were fighting so loud. You could hear them three houses down Oops. and I could, I remember hearing things like crashing against the wall. I mean, this is not a normal occurrence. Yeah. But that, so just so you know, like they weren't this perfect family that we, that we grew up in. And there wasn't abuse. It was just. No, no abuse. None of that. Just, things and, and it was probably my mom throwing the things. Probably. <laughs> my dad's not a great person. To, he, he's not good at throwing things. <laughs> uh, but so yeah. mom a lot to get to that. To point. give you more info on my parents they're I love them. They're both wonderful. They're they perfect have... complementary couple. Yeah. Here's the thing. Their traditional roles in terms of stereotypes are totally flipped, right? So my mom is a huge Mariners fan, which is the baseball team locally. Mm-hmm. She loves football. She loves college sports. She like she is encyclopedic. She knows about the Mariners, all the different mm-hmm. players, all basically the whole uh, MLB. I'd say she's a little more introverted. And Naturally. she's much more introverted. Yeah. yeah, she's she's fine just being alone, mm-hmm. wa- watching a show or, or reading a book. Mm-hmm. And my dad is like the verbal processor to the nth degree. <laughs> he loves the Hallmark Channel. Yes. He loves uh, 
he loves uh, decorating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves to uh, what does he? What's Buy he things. weaves? Oh yeah, that's so kind of therapeutic wants, for him. Though. When he re- when he wants to relax, he just he has this bag he carries around. It's got yarn and stuff in it, and he weaves these scarves, and then he sells them at like little ocean shops yep. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I love my dad. Yeah, they've been married. And he would own it, too. He's they, not ashamed of it at oh, all. Oh, yeah, no. They just celebrated 47? Yeah, 47 or 46 years. years they got married in 51. Week. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Got married in 60. No, they didn't get married in 51. They were born in 51. <laughs> anyway, um, they, yeah, it's like 40-some years. Yeah. So they have a really solid marriage, but my but their, their roles are totally different. And so growing up with that, it was very um, unique, mm-hmm. right? Because other dads are out, like, playing sports with their kids. I don't consider myself extremely athletic. I think I can manage. You always make fun of how I shoot a basketball. (laughs) You shoot it like a football player, (laughs) which is what you were. So that makes sense. I did play football very mediocrely. Is that a word? With great mediocrity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I played, yeah, I played football a little bit, but I don't like all the other dads are out doing all this kind of stuff. That just wasn't my dad. And, but my dad was very intentional. So I did have a brother. Mm Mm-hmm. My dad was very intentional about loving us very well. Mm-hmm. and um, You guys, you always talk about how you guys would go on bike rides. He would teach you guys a lot. Like you would, he'd be like, whenever you go, you're the, you're the guy that whenever we go to like museum stuff, you're reading every single sign and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, let's go look at the big thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my dad would teach us all that, yeah. all the, the smaller things. Yeah, and, to understand, which is great because yeah. you're doing that with Della and it's, I can tell that that has affected yeah. how you learn and how All you understand All of our outings things. growing yeah. up. We were not. So we were, my dad, although he became a, a psychologist and a doctor, mm-hmm. um, he went into Christian practice, which is not like a lucrative business right. to be in. Now we were right. very well provided for, but all of, we weren't like the family that would do the big elaborate vacations. Mm-hmm. All of our vacations were within 200 miles of, right. of our, of our home, right. which is fortunate that we live in Washington right. state you can go because the mountain there's mountains, the ocean. <laughs> there's ocean, there's beautiful rivers, there's all this Farm kind of land, stuff, yeah. lots of camping. Yeah. And so we grew up doing all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my um, childhood was very experiential mm-hmm. in that. And my parents were always with us doing that. Um, as far as their marriage, um, they've always had a very strong marriage. I think my, there was a period in my parents. I don't think, I don't know if you know this, and I'm happy to share it with you today, Selena. <laughs> and the rest of the world listening. <laughs> and my mom and dad would, would share it as well. They've had to grow through it. But there was a time when they had to really rebuild trust because of some spending that oh, yeah. was out of control. Yeah. And my I think my mom was hiding some spending. Um, and my dad, he gets kind of angsty. And he still deals with this angsty around money. Mm-hmm. And so that caused a big, and that was a big trust rift for them because it has happened. It happened for a number of, I think, mm-hmm. years or so. And so... Um, that was about the only really um, serious conflict mm-hmm. that I saw between them, but they never separated. They never, obviously, never mm-hmm. divorced or anything like that. Well, and you you have a really good relationship, I think, with both of your parents. People sometimes ask, "Who are you more like? Who do you hang out with more? Who are you more relational with?" And you, you're both like you and your dad. Mm-hmm. Um, can go you go fishing he likes to be i think it's good for you guys to do activities and stuff together whereas you and your mom can sit at the baseball game and be quiet and be perfectly happy my dad wants to be busy because of his so my dad deals with pretty severe anxiety as well Mm -hmm. and that's always been kind of a factor and um and i I don't want to share his testimony because that's Mm -hmm. his to share Mm -hmm. and i don't want to do anything that he wouldn't he wouldn't feel comfortable with but um that's always been a factor and so for that reason my time with him now mm-hmm. is a lot more around activities. So uh, as a gift a while back, 
um, we got some scuba lessons mm-hmm. and so we try to do scuba together mm-hmm. and we've, we're still finishing those because he wants more pool time, <laughs> <laughs> even though he, he got certified years ago, we're doing dry suit, mm-hmm. uh, certifications. And so that's, that's my time with him. And he okay. loves, he's refueled by the activity. Yeah. We went fishing. My mom got us for father's day mm-hmm. fishing, a fishing, charter boat, fishing. Charter boat thing. Yeah. We well, and you, he, he has, it. he always has really direct conversations, I think with you two and healthy conversations and you were probably asked more than you wanted to about how you feel about things <laughs> growing up. Yeah. Um, and then your mom, you always, re- you always tell me about kind of your drives to school. Those were things you remembered. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you went early, you had to go with her, mm-hmm. you and your brother and you'd get some, yeah, we had a lot of pies or <laughs> teenage mutant Ninja turtle, very unhealthy uh, eating donuts. Yeah. <laughs> donuts for breakfast every day. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it was, uh, yeah, really did inform their different personalities have really mm-hmm. informed kind of how those relationships have matured and how my, you know, my dad, even though he stereotypically was maybe more, uh, would, you know, is more likely to know what a floral arrangement should look like. Mm-hmm. He's more likely to know how you should decorate a room and have input on that or art or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Anything more on that side of the artistic spectrum, mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, stereotypical male things. Um, even though he was like that, he was always, a man's man in that Mm -hmm. he was like, you love your wife. Well, Mm -hmm. you love your kids. Well, he had two ultimatums for me as a kid. (laughs) He said, and um, this might get a little graphic, but he was, he basically said, don't have sex before you get married and don't get tattoos. And with the first impetus, he would say, Say it with a machete. He'd have have like a, yeah, a dull machete. We had this antique dull machete and he always (laughs) would like kind of nod over to it. Like (laughs) if you do that, I got that waiting for you, you know? (laughs) And so that was, that was what I needed to hear. My mm-hmm. young adolescent brain needed to hear that. Um, but those are just like the non-negotiables, mm-hmm. no tattoos, no sex before mm-hmm. marriage. Now, co- coincidentally, since then I went and got my first tattoo with my dad and we have <laughs> the exact same tattoo and my brother, we all have the same tattoos <laughs> and, um, he's since let up on the second one, but the first one, obviously, um, we, yeah. you and I waited for yeah. that reason. Cause it was just like in- ingrained in my, in my mind. So mine too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, that was not something we were willing to budge on. Yeah. I think for me, the large part of that was because machete now growing up. <laughs> yeah. was the machete. Yes. <laughs> now growing up, uh, it definitely had some a rebellious streak. If you could call that, mm-hmm. if you call could call it. That. I was just going to really ask you. No. Yeah. I didn't have that. I was going to ask you about that and how your relationship with your parents, um, affirmed your sort of coming to Christ, like you and Jeff were at camp and all of that. And so how did that, how did, how did your parents respond? Did you tell them or was it just like assumed or? It was, yeah, that, that's a really interesting question. I never thought about, I think they were just like, good job. Cause they. Different perspectives probably. I don't, I don't recall because, so I went through this rebellious streak in middle school. I was kind of of the black sheep of, or I was in in my class anyway mm-hmm. in that i was always the one singled out for things i get in trouble for things i didn't do just because they thought i was the bad guy i was a troublemaker so get the troublemaker <laughs> in trouble i got once i got like a quarter of a half a semester of detention because they thought i started a food fight that i literally did not participate in i'm sorry and i had to sit there for every yeah it was in it was in house suspension during oh, lunch man. i had to sit there all quarter for lunch sorry 
is it, but that was just like a stare that was like a typical occurrence for yeah. me growing up and so that i kind of i kind of leaned into that persona mm-hmm. and my mom always saw right through it she was always there she always just loved and laughed with me mm-hmm. she she said one of her main regrets is not sticking up for me as a teacher at that school about that. i was yeah. like did that how did she feel about that it was during yeah she she feels horrible she feels like she should have stuck up for me well not sticking up. i just how did she respond oh or, she hated it yeah she hated that i got singled out yeah and i didn't do anything yeah um but i did plenty of stuff to get in trouble anyway right. so <laughs> we were and we'd go around stealing stuff we were you know smoking yeah. drinking chewing, so when, all that kind of when stuff. did you come to meet the lord more real really because so, you grew up knowing about jesus and you yeah but our church life was pretty shaky so when my dad was planting the church mm-hmm. he got burned really bad yeah churches are really good at burning each other yeah. christians are really mean to each other yes. and he you know whether it was his perception or reality or whatever i don't know yeah but he walked away from that very burn both my both my parents did mm-hmm. and they've not really been planted in a church in the way that we appreciate the term planted. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've not been been that way since. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, we would church hop. We'd be at one church for a month and then another church. And then we'd, we'd, we'd be out of town. Like right, which is different for me. Weekends. I grew up in one church my whole life. Yeah. Just a contrast. So we'd be at a Baptist church <clears throat> one, one Sunday. Then we'd be at a, mm-hmm. a Presbyterian church. Then we'd walk to the Episcopalian church down the, <laughs> down the block yeah. the next Sunday. Just because it's like... I don't know. I think my parents were just averse to yeah. committing to. Sure. Now they've since, I think they've settled in yeah. to community and that's fairly recent. Right. Now, they will settle in for time yeah. for, for, for a year now or, or two. And they've, they've been at uh, their current church for yeah. a little while now. So, mm-hmm. um, and they've, they've actually become official members. Mm. They're, they're my mom. She goes, we're Presbyterians now. <laughs> so, and it's like, they're the, they're the, the theologically solid Presbyterians, right. not right. the, not the other ones who went off the rails. Um, but yeah, so that was interesting growing up. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, my, my salvation experience now, because of what we believe about, you know, salvation, those sorts of things, I think really I matured into it and really right. responded to the gospel. Right. I think God had a hold of my heart mm-hmm. and he was already calling me, but I responded to it in a way that changed my behavior. Um, yeah, starting how did, in about ninth grade. Yeah. What happened there? That's a funny story. Oh yeah. <laughs> you and Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> So Jeff, Jeff Marsh, uh, my best friend, he, we've been friends since this time, although our friendship has had varying degrees of intensity. <laughs> um, now we just, we live life like side by side. Yeah. Our families do. Um, but yeah, we were at this camp and How it was a Christian camp. I was probably 14 or 15. Yeah. And I was in the troublemaker cabin. I don't know if it was a troublemaker cabin because Try of me. Try to keep them all together. <laughs> But we had all kinds of contraband that we brought in. <laughs> Among the contraband we brought in were explosive like ordinances. <laughs> yeah, really, just like M80s, stuff like that. And we were having a, a, a ruffian of a night one night, and we ended up blowing up a toilet so in one of the cabins. Like, I don't know how. I think it was a cherry bomb or something. Down the toilet, flushed it, exploded. Oh anyway, that was like the the camp staff had yeah, had it. Right? Sure. And they were just like, all right ultimatums yeah and you, when we, we all leader. got in trouble they're like go up to your cabin think about what you've done you're not going to get i think that'd give us food because like you have to do that camp. <laughs> but we were, we were clearly in trouble and they were right. going to make a decision how to how to discipline us yeah and we went down and i remember the worship leader who had been leading worship the entire time he looked mm-hmm. at us he said listen are you gonna like are you gonna follow christ or are you not because if you're gonna follow him like it's a straight and narrow and mm-hmm. he gave us the he gave us the come to jesus talk seriously literally yeah 
you and Jeff. Were and there. I felt, yeah. yeah, and we we were there, and I just felt God like it was. I mean, it was un it was um, undeniable, mm-hmm. in that I couldn't. It was ir- I couldn't refuse. Yeah. Him. It was mm-hmm. so compelling. God was was calling. Fifteen um, year old heart. Yeah, and it was just this really exciting, nervous time. I said, "Oh, this means I'm not going to be able to like go cause trouble at night. I'm not going to go be able to vandalize like I like to. I'm not going <laughs> to listen to all the music that I like to." And I was excited about that because mm. it was going to cost me something. Mm. I didn't want to give all those things up because I, I loved having fun with my mm-hmm. friends. But uh, that that was the idea of cost was kind of attractive. Oh yeah, well, Jesus was worth it. Totally, it was worth it. Totally. Um, now, obviously, my faith has taken many turns, twists and turns since yeah, then. Yeah, no, but... I think, though, that you having a bit of your, like, rebellious streak, I was definitely much more of the rule follower, personally. <clears throat> I, f- I feared discipline on any level. Um, I said, bring it on. Yeah, <laughs> that has definitely played into our re- our marriage relationship and how we parent and how we love each other. You're definitely more of a adventure seeker. I think I've become more of that, but I also think that I've helped maybe calibrate you a little yeah. bit <laughs> and we, oh, you know, we, sure. but you're not as worried um, about things that our kids do that I may be like, Oh no, they're headed down this road. You're like, no, 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 it's fine. Like <laughs> you're a bit more assured, yeah, I, think, I think than I, I am. Think that youthful, um, but what looked like troublemaking was really just adventurousness and wanting. And that, I think that comes out in other and ways. All of that. Yeah. It comes out still in other ways. Totally. And you know, I'll but book I, a random trip for us. And... I appreciate that about you though, because I think I take myself too seriously. I think too much. I'm can be wound too tight sometimes. And yeah. you are just very, um, disarming. I think somebody has said, mm-hmm. and you're very, yeah. um, able to assure me in very quick and short words of it's fine. Like, don't worry about it. And I'm like, okay. Hopefully not dismissively. <laughs> not but, yeah. at all. No, because we have this understanding and relationship with each other. So just take the balloon. There's... It's fine. <laughs> just take the balloon. <laughs> Inside joke. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, another thing that's worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mom talking about her. So my dad grew up in kind of a. I, I would attribute my faith, our faith, mm-hmm. our family's faith, mm-hmm. to my dad's side mm-hmm. of the family. So my grandpa, uh, he was a World War II vet. Um, his parents migrated to this area, mm-hmm. so my great grandparents, and they raised him here, where we live. He went off to the navy. Anyway, he he has an incredible. He he passed away last year, mm-hmm. um, but his his story was incredible mm-hmm. in that he was a miracle, uh, an answered prayer for his faith filled mm-hmm. faith filled prayers of his parents, mm-hmm. and so that faith legacy is I, I attribute it to them for me personally. Mm-hmm. Now, your faith legacy has a different lineage, but we come together and we share now. Mm-hmm. We're making a faith legacy for our children. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but my mom's side was not that. Greek Orthodox, mm-hmm. Russian, like the, her maiden name, my my mom's mom's maiden name was Lazarus or Lazarus, as mm-hmm. they said, mm-hmm. and which is like a Greek Russian thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so she grew up in or- the Greek Orthodox church. And so their faith tradition was much looser. Now my grandfather, mm-hmm. he died when I was like four or five. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him very well. And he, he died because he was a, I mean, stereotypically like ran hard, worked mm-hmm. in a lumber mill, uh, died of uh, pneumonia from complications because he drank mm-hmm. and smoked like mm-hmm. a chimney. My grandma smoked like a chimney on that side of the family. Just a different. Yeah. No, I, I actually, that brings me to want to share a little bit if that's okay about my yeah. grandparents. Cause I didn't really get into that. Um, on my mom's side, she's, yeah, like German, 
is her heritage Norwegian, very like yeah. white. I as feel white like as you get, yeah. <laughs> yes, and her parents um, and her grandparents they just migrated from like Kansas. They're farming people. There's still a big farm in Oregon that my family has, um, <clears throat> and so my grandma and grandpa met in Oregon, and then he went into the Air Force as well. Um, there's a huge base out here in the Northwest, um, JBLM. Joint base Lewis-McChord. Yes, it used to be Fort Lewis and then McChord, but they combined. Um, and so both I have both sides of my family that were in, actually, I think the Air Force. So my grandpa on my mom's side, my mom's dad was um, a pilot. And my dad's side, I think he was an uh, engineer. And so um, I don't exactly know how my parents met because my dad's a little bit older than my mom. But I don't recall my mom's parents going to church. Um, she went to the church that I grew up in. Um, that's where she got saved. That's where her, her friend invited her, um, to go to church and they just always went to church together. And that is how kind of her faith started. And that is where I think her decisions for us to be in a private school, to be at that church, the school was at the church where she went. Um, that's how her decisions were made when we were children. And then my dad's side, um, the Hawaiian, the Filipino side is, um, Catholic, that's kind of where they came from. And they migrated from the Philippines a couple generations back and they're in Hawaii. My dad was born in Hawaii. Um, apparently I just found out my grandpa used to speak like three different languages, like Japanese, um, and the Hawaiian language, which I didn't know better. And, um, but he just, he didn't teach that to my dad because, and his mom was upset. So my great, great grandma, she's like, why didn't you teach him? And he said, my dad said, because my grandpa was like, they don't need it here in, in the, on the mainland, you know? So, but it's very, um, Catholic driven, which I'm sure you can assume where that comes from, you know, being an Islander and then having people come there and present Jesus in, in this light. And yeah, so the Catholic church is very active. Right. So I do remember yeah. going to, um, to mass with my grandparents and the little knee pads down there. I was so fascinated by them because yeah. <laughs> you could stand on them as a young child. Um, but so that it was interesting to reconcile going to school and going to church, um, two different ways kind of, cause we would spend yeah. weekends with my grandparents and go to their church to go to the Catholic church. Yeah. And I never knew what they're saying. I never knew the responses. Some of the songs I might have known, but it was just very, like, methodical. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, the non-denominational church I went to was not. It was very different, very charismatic. So um, I didn't have any problems with either of the two. I don't think I was old enough to criticize. I just kind of went along with it. And maybe yeah. that's part of my personality and upbringing. But um, I think when I became a Christian, there wasn't this big like hoopla not became a Christian but as a young child I always like believed in Jesus um, I got baptized mainly because one kid came into our classroom with a new Bible that he got because he had gotten baptized and so <laughs> I wanted to get baptized because I wanted to have a new Bible too they got you with the swag they did <laughs> no but I was it was great I remember being baptized and I was so nervous and yeah. it was I just still remember it and it was really great but I feel like God has just been so faithful to redeem you know, and kind of reconcile my past like beliefs and theology to yeah. where we are today. And sometimes I feel like I just got saved like a couple of years ago. Like I've re I'm really understanding God and he's definitely gotten a hold of my heart, but it's all yeah. of these things that have brought me to that point as well. So anyways, there's some of my origin. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Origin stories. You're like, you're like X-Man. No. Wait, no, not, that's not his name. Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Hey guys, I'm not into that stuff. What? 
What? Uh, they, you know, uh, after after the last few okay, like Marvel movies, yeah. I was just like, come on. Okay. I'm over it. All right. So do, is there anything okay, else? So, yeah. My mom's side. Yeah. So Greek Orthodox, mm-hmm. much rougher. Like Greek Orthodox, is, at least as I experienced it, was just it was just title only. It wasn't any sort of like, it didn't dictate how you lived your life. Just be a good person and you'll go to heaven. Right. That was my grandma's outlook. She did... Uh, she did confess her need for Jesus um, on her deathbed. Mm. But anyway, that side of the family is totally different. So, for instance, my mom's brother is a, is, has lived a homosexual lifestyle as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Now, he, he – I, I don't want to get into the reasons why he went into that. He still is active and, mm-hmm. um, in his homosexual lifestyle. And we don't talk to him much because mainly – and I'm just going to be transparent – because of – fierce marriage i think uh, we make a very clear stance on that and that uh you know marriage is between one man and one woman for life mm-hmm. that's what we believe the the bible it's what we believe the bible says clearly mm-hmm. and so they that was very divisive for our family um and i didn't want that to happen we we've i've you always tried to, tried to keep it open with yeah. them because yeah. i do love my uncle i i, I value him mm-hmm. i've actually we've gotten to know his his partner that he's been with and he's, you know, he lives with and, um, we care about them as people. God values them as people. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's not, nothing's changed there anyway. So that, that has affected growing up alongside Mm -hmm. that Hmm. and growing up alongside my parents who have, who hold the, the view, the traditional view of marriage and Mm -hmm. the view of sexuality. Mm -hmm. And that's caused me to kind of see things in a very nuanced way Mm -hmm. and that it's not a black and white thing. Yes. God's word. I think truth is black and white right and wrong. It, however, people's stories are not black and white. Mm. And so there's always room for empathy and there's mm-hmm. always room for understanding. Mm-hmm. I think there's also room for truth. Right. And truth is, lo- love is truthful and truth is loving always. Mm-hmm. Now we can muck that up a lot mm-hmm. in how we communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've learned that lesson the hard way mm-hmm. in that you can say a, a truthful thing, even in marriage, right? Not just on that issue, but right. even in marriage, you can say something that's true in a way that's not loving and it doesn't matter how true it is. Right. Right. Um, because it doesn't get the point across. So that's, that's kind of where, where I came from yeah. now. Um, we can talk about maybe next week about our story, how we met. I mean, or is that out there enough? <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, maybe we'll see. I, I have some ideas for next week. Okay. But um, yeah, that's kind of where it came from. And then as far as my brother, <clears throat> I just want to just really quickly, my brother, we, I grew up just idolizing him. He's four years older than me. And a lot of my rebellious streak, I think, came from kind of watching him live on the fringe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we were right in the thick of like the Pacific Northwest grunge scene. So like <laughs> Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Alice in Chains, yeah. um, Soundgarden, all that stuff was coming out of this area. And I just, we just gobbled it up and I still do actually, <laughs> um, as long as it's not heretical. Um, but I, I love listening to that music and, um, but my brother have since, my brother and I have since unfortunately grown apart because we've taken totally different paths in life. And, um, and so I'm hoping and praying that we'll be reconciled. Yeah. God is um, still working out things, I think yes. in your relationship, which is really neat and really hard. <laughs> yes. All around too. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. That's another. That's another conversation another for another place. Yep. <laughs> um, Maybe but not yeah. podcast. Yeah. So. I mean, that's th- so hard to get into. Like, hey, what are the takeaways? I think the takeaways for me are clear. In that, knowing growing up with my parents, mm-hmm. my parents are both very involved, and mm-hmm. this has informed how I'm a husband and how I'm a father. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, being the son of a psychologist, <laughs> being the son of a teacher mm-hmm. who teaches high school students and, and junior high students, um, made 
me very uh, self-aware mm-hmm. and emotionally aware. Because my dad would always say, well, how's that make you feel? How's that make you feel? Yeah. I'd be crying because I don't understand how to play football and I'm like eight years old. <laughs> He's saying, well, how do you feel? Why are you no, telling no, me? I'm just crying. Yeah. And so I was always being psychoanalyzed. It wasn't obnoxious, no. but I always, and so my dad, for instance, he taught our sex ed class in oh, fifth grade. awkward. Super awkward. <laughs> awkward. Super awkward. Never, never lived that one down. <laughs> still don't live that one down. Hey. Jeff would still make fun of me for that because <laughs> my dad is so, so funny in that class. <laughs> anyway. So, so that growing up and becoming a man and becoming a husband and a father now, mm-hmm. I think has given me a passion for emotional maturity mm-hmm. and being, and being well adjusted in terms of like, Hey, you're a man. There's big, there's big mm-hmm. things that come along with being a man and made they're in the image good. of God yeah. and being a, being a head of a household. And they're good. They're good responsibilities. They're, they're things, big. They're good roles to step and into. And dealing with temptation in a way that's manly. Mm. Right. And I mean that sincerely. In a way that is actually like a godly, God-centered as a man yeah. made in the image of, of, of God. Mm-hmm. How do I deal with like pornography addiction? How do I help other men deal with pornography addiction? Right. Uh, and how do we deal with passivity in the house, mm-hmm. in the household? Um, and being really passionate about that. Well, and I think that you have really helped me become more self-aware and emotionally aware because I didn't grow up with a psychologist or a teacher. Um, my mom's a nurse. And then uh, my dad has had a few different jobs throughout his life. And so I think we were in a bit more of a survival mode and we were in a bit more of like focused, self-focused mode, um, of what can I, how can we make this work? How can we well, much less um, emotionally yes, primed? Yes. Right? Which, so you'd, but like, it was, hey, you'd have amazing food and, right. and people would sing songs at right. the Hawaiian get togethers, yeah, and, but it was never like, how There's do you feel about right, this? There yeah. wasn't a whole lot of depth, which is, uh, well, like that, it wasn't that wasn't depth. emotional depth. It was relational yeah. depth for sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so I think when you and I met and, you know, just our relationship, how that's affected us and informed how we understand each other and how we deal with each other. Um, I think I've become more like emotionally aware in a good mm-hmm. way because you and I are married. We've been married 15 years because you understand you're, you're way more self-aware about things than I'm, than I am. And so sometimes I'm just like, did I say that right, Ryan? Should I have done this? Do you think that, cause you just have this whole other perspective that I don't have. And I so appreciate that about you because mm. we're not just, I'm not just walking in ignorance, doing whatever I want to do, saying whatever I want to say. You know, I want to be aware mm-hmm. of an empathetic and compassionate towards the people around me. So, so. how that's affected us negatively <laughs> is that I can, if, I, if I'm so inclined and yeah. maybe upset, I can use my wit, my ability to parse through information <clears throat> and mm-hmm. process data in a way that, that sounds overly clinical. Nope. I can process a situation in yeah. a way that can make you feel belittled, small, dumb, it's advantageous like to that. you. Yeah, yeah. I can win an argument. Yeah. Right. And so we've had to learn that like, Hey, you've had just to being, learn. being a good <laughs> arguer, <laughs> I've had to learn just because I can win an argument doesn't right. mean that I'm right. 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 Yeah. And so I think there's a good bit there. And then I That's can, That's where we learned some reconciliation, be, I think. But yeah, there's, yeah, reconciliation. And I can even turn it into, again, I'm being very transparent, turn it into emotional manipulation. Right. If I can make you perceive my feelings in a certain way and mm-hmm. I can be I'm now mm. by God's grace I'm not okay so with good. doing that for, yeah. on you and like I always try to be honest, honest yeah. and, and not manipulative right. while also communicating what the truth is right, right. so yeah Anyway, I think all that translates to you. So listeners, how does this affect you? When you hear our <laughs> podcasts, when you hear read our books, when you read our blog posts yeah. and see our videos, hopefully you kind of know where we're coming from and yeah. that um, 
neither of us, and we said this last time, we haven't gone through seminary. We hope to do that. So we hope to take all this family of origin stuff and mm-hmm. what our experience, um, but also kind of cement it mm-hmm. in, into theolo- in theological terms that would hopefully be um, a little bit more, I think, um, I don't know, concrete. Yeah, yeah. So so last week we talked about discussing your family of origin, your families of origin, um, and, you know, identify three ways maybe it's affected you as individuals and in your marriage. I definitely encourage you to have that conversation if you have not yet. Set aside some time and definitely dive into it. It's kind of fun. Maybe some of you have known each other forever and ever, and maybe you have not. And I still learn things about Ryan's childhood that I just laugh at and I love to hear. So if anything... Get it. Go on a date day and <laughs> go on a date night. Just set up a date. Talk about your families of origin. Maybe just start with one of your favorite memories as a kid uh, one, or a funny memory or an embarrassing memory if you want. <laughs> you're thinking Ryan's, of one that I'm... <laughs> Ryan's, he's, he's showing me one with his hands and it's pretty funny. But um, anyways, we're so grateful to um, be able to be in your ear and to be able to share kind of about what God has done in our hearts and how our faith has began and where it's come mm. from and how it's growing and changing us. Um, and God is so faithful to, to just sanctify us every day and bring us closer and closer, mm. not to, I don't want to say closer to him, but in just into greater understanding of who he is. Yeah. Um, and therefore closer in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's ever present though. And like, I'm not, and we're not any more loved. <laughs> right. Um, right. But we just, I think we, we go further up and further in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, if you've really enjoyed this podcast again, please tell somebody we can't do this without you. Just if you could subscribe to our podcast, rate it, share it. A few comments. It's Such always a compelling great. salesperson. So compelling. Are you being... Please just come on guys. Just share it. <laughs> okay. Mr. Marketer. Go. <laughs> It's all you. It's all no, you. you got it. You got it. You're all good. You're lying I'm going to bring out my used car salesman voice. Now. You're lying. <laughs> anyway, we do appreciate your, your listenership. Do we? Selena really appreciates I it. I do. <laughs> I'm trying to not, you don't, I don't like selling stuff. You know that. I know. I know. You always feel bad. So I'm going to be honest. People. We're just inviting people to, uh, to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, subscribe, rate, review. If you feel so compelled, if we've earned it, we would love to have your subscription, your rating and your review. Of course, share it. If, if something we've said has helped you, um, it's up to you, but you can share it. We've made it available for you. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really do cherish this, this time we get to spend doing the podcast with Guess you what? specifically. What? This is our 50th episode. 50th episode. 50th episode. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So this is the 50th time you're going to say this. That was a drum roll. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to pray first. Oh, sorry. Just jump in <laughs> the gun. You're just so this hungry. This is my life. You're hungry right now. That's why. And I don't. My hunger is just so far <laughs> gone now. I don't even know. You're past it. You're emotionally <laughs> removed yes. from your hunger. Lord, thank you for this uh, time. I hope that it helps somebody. Thank you for the story that you've given us. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the stories of each person listening to this. That, um, their family of origin is a uh, it's a testimony of, of how you've got them from the day they were born mm. to where they are now listening to this. I pray that you would um, move, Holy Spirit, move uh, wherever they are in power in their life to give them purpose, to give them hope, to give them a sense of um, complete security in mm-hmm. you, Jesus. And I pray that you'd also convict us in ways that we can grow, in yeah. ways that we can be more sanctified and we can more accurately reflect your image and be molded mm. into your image, Jesus. Um, again, thank you for this time. God, you are good mm-hmm. forever and always. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. All 50th right, friend, time. 50th time. This episode is... In the can. All right. We'll see you in seven days. Stay, Stay fierce. fierce. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit FierceMarriage.com or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care.